What's good, y'all? What's good? Um, before I start the show, um, I just have a couple words to say about the whole situation, about everything that's going on. Um, historically speaking, I think this is we're one step closer to achieving true freedom. I think we were always supposed to guarantee since black people first came to this country. Um, historically, if you wanted to do something, like if you look at the American Revolution, the um, Boston Tea Party, they looted and they pillaged. And I think that the looting, I think the rioting, I think the protesting, this, I think it comes from a place of anger and it comes from a place of of never being heard through the system and never being uh, feeling truly expressed as black people. We've always been treated as second, third class citizens. So to call these people rulers criminals and 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 just and just file animals is sick and the and, and the even the ones that who aren't really for the movement. To label any protester as thugs and the people that think to think that we should be content with society honestly shows that some of the biggest hypocrites right now are these white agenda propaganda pushing Americans that are that are often quoted as being promoting the violence and promoting the status quo of America. And um, you already know what it is. You already know. I'm going to cut the intro. Peace. Biggie Tokler back with another, and I'm gonna let my yo, you know, you're my first guest, bro. Yes, bro. Oh, for real, or, or introduce yourself, man. Yeah, that's much love, that's much love right there. Yeah, my name is Jeremiah Brooks, rising senior at Virginia State University, political science major, minor in business administration, uh, senior class president elect, vice president of TAPS, the Associates of Political Science, member of COB, community outreach board. Uh, leader in the Democratic Voter Protection Team, you know all the above. I'm just Yo, here man, working trying dope, to find out um, You know, Luigi, like I'm, I'm, I'm building a platform, and I feel like one of the first things I could ever do as a Black community is we need like a media outlet and a media platform. So I think I should take the initiative and have these kind of discussions on my platform, my oh, especially in this day and age, because I feel like we're going into a time where I think we're becoming more politically corrupt. I'm conscious, just like how to be like the eight, like the late eighties, early nineties. I, I think that kind of wave is coming back for real. Most definitely, I feel that, especially with the young generation. I thought they'd be less active than, I guess, my generation. But social media has really put them in perspective of what's going on in the world, and they know and they woke and they want to get out into the world and make a um, difference. So I, I think, love that type like, of energy, and I love what I you're doing. I think the next step with our generation though is. It's the it's the I like like I like the fact that there's the anger there, right? But I know this is an unpopular yeah. opinion, and I but I think there's a lot of outside perpetrators and outside influences who are using George Floyd's death as an excuse to loot into the stores and just using it for their f- personal gain. Like I like I don't mind looting because like the Boston Tea Party did it, whatever. But as far as looting in the name of, you know, a protest that's supposed to be something way bigger, I think that's pretty, 
you know, that's pretty messed up if you get what I'm saying. Because you're honestly destroying businesses that black people need and they should target actual Asians. I see what you mean, especially with the looting of the stores. What's it, what are we gonna gain from it except for those people in those communities? They lost a a grocery store and whatever. But those big businesses are just gonna build it back up. And I see what you're seeing with like uh, going after a certain entity or agency in the U.S. government, the federal government. It just depends on which one you want to go after and how much firepower you want to go after it with. You gotta build a plan. Like right now, everybody's mad, everybody's heated, but. What are we going to do after this? How are we going to hold officers accountable? How are we going to hold politicians accountable? You know, we, we'd be at the table, we'd be talking this, that, and forth, but there's no action. Because for some reason, when we get to legislation, we settle for the bare minimum. And that's with black, white, yellow, red, whatever the color may be, we still got to gotta shoot for the stars when it comes to policies and any type of resources we get towards our communities. The people that's working there, like people talk about like, how like inc- income inequality? A lot of people they could be like it could be like a, a it could be people who are struggling out there working in these stores. I think that they won't have a job for a couple months on top of the coronavirus, and I think that's pretty detrimental too. Yeah, I mean we it's it's sad it's sad to say, but uh we're like the working class, the labor force, you know. Our society builds black people into either being entertainers. So, mm-hmm. and with the working class, we still driving buses. We're waiters at restaurants. We're doing all the public good service, but we're not getting the same help in return that we give in society. You feel me? So, like I'm, like I feel like people talk about like the black experience, the black experience, the black experience. I have a totally different black experience. So like a lot of my views is just only going off the me of me knowing. You feel me? Like I lived a different. Like I feel like I lived yeah. a pretty different life than most African Americans. But yeah, I understand the, the struggle because at the end of the day, I'm no I'm no different in the eyes of the high societies than you. You know, I feel like we should, and I feel like people in my position right. in life don't necessarily see themselves in that vein, and they go and they go towards what they feel like is more comfortable and what is more easier. They like to take the easy way out towards their towards like their kind of privilege and pre and prevy towards their lifestyle. I see what you're saying. Their position. Mm-hmm. You talking about black people, or you talking about white people? I'm talking about black people, but black people who grew up around a most uh a that of an upbringing similar to white a white guy, a white guy. So I like I feel like my upbringing I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, like I had like I had a family, it's like, it's the family. value system at the end of the day. Yeah, like I feel like a lot of like it's it's just weird. Like a lot like how how I see society is just it's crazy because it's like. I've seen both. I've seen both. The thing about me is, I've seen both. Like I, I listen. I don't just listen to the like. I think black people we tend to um only see certain news sources instead of seeing everything. You feel me? And want to strand away from the black yeah. norms. You feel me? What I'm saying they don't want to be that. They don't want that target on their back with their skin color. Ooh, they try to run from it. 
especially once you get I ain't gonna sh- I ain't gonna throw them out the bus, but the lighter you are, the more you can kind of hide your skin and hide your ethnicity and that race, and that race target. But once you get to the middle class, for black people, mm-hmm. some don't want their children to be the Malcolm X's or the Angela Davises. You feel me? What I'm saying, like they don't want them to be some entrepreneurs in that light and stuff like that. But I feel like those kids. Once they learn about their history and learn where they come from, they go towards that light and they go towards that awareness and they open that eye up to like, I mm-hmm. just can't neglect my people like that. You feel me? And it's all because those kids just have options. Kids in inner city don't have that options and they don't have the supporting role or people in their life to show them that there's another way out. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Facts. Mm-hmm. And I and I feel like that's a very very and that's a very very important thing, and it's just like you you know better you do better, like that's one of the big things you know better you do better and and that's like I feel like like I went to because I earlier I went to the um protest over by the one two old precincts on Staten Island. And if you know anything about over there, that's when um, mm-hmm. that's over by the area where Eric Garner died. Like that's down the block. Oh wow! And I remember we was we was we was protesting, and the cops they were like it was, these weren't just any cops; these were like the detectives. You feel me? That's the moralizer. They looked at us and they started laughing. Jeremiah, they they looked they like they they looked and he just started laughing, and it was just like, what? When is it? When 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 is this dialogue? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's just like it just feels like like damn like that. It just, it just it just triggers something in me. Like it just triggers something of that. Like I'm nothing to them. Like I they are at the top, right? And we are just the peasants. And I feel like and like and I feel like honestly, when you hear that kind of stuff, that's just, that's just you know like we need like people need to stand that's, up. People gonna rise up, and I think that's and I, yeah, I think like we at the point where you know or just like. Uh, MLK did his peaceful protest. We tried that approach. Malcolm uh, tried to liberate, you know, the black community mindset. They assassinated him too. The Black Panthers tried to liberate the whole community, giving them equitable options and resources. And now this generation is kind of just fed up with it. You know that disrespect that you just talked. I mean, our generation, like what you just said, like you see people laughing, not taking it serious. It's just like, what else you want to do? We don't played nice and. This dude on my job today was talking about, um, you know, we got to show police more respect, you know, even when they doing this, that, and the fourth, you still got to say yes, sir, yes, ma'am, and all that good stuff. I said, I feel you, but I need that same respect in return. Mm. Facts. Mm. The same respect. Like I'm willing to like if a cop if I'm pulled over, a cop, I'm willing to say hello. Uh, uh. But the moment where it's just like mm-hmm. uncontrollable, that's scary. I can't control that. I could say like I'm gonna say yes, sir. I'm gonna make sure I don't incriminate myself. One of the first things the Black Panthers preach don't it, uh, always preach was don't do anything for giving them a reason to incriminate you. Fact, be comfortable in your own skin. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do my dues. But if that cop is not feeling like oh. You just, like what can I? I ha, I have to. We have to be able to fix that. I should be able to be comfortably able to just be black. 
equitable resources. Black and like I don't have to worry about looks like a lot of the outside influences or the like and also another thing too and when you getting back to what you said oh, about the Black old. Panthers be, uh was given equity equity what, what was the word? Because they equitable resources they're, they're programmed to think that any, while like we're on our they're only powerful and they have the like confidence when we're on our socialism. knees. Once we eye to eye with them, evil, they shrink back. Like that, you feel like, me? How is that they don't how they don't understand wrong? equality like, like that. It's not and that's on an economical and social not, approach. They see they've always had the hierarchy where they've been on top. Like they've had to look down on us. Like that's them being on horses and we picking cotton. You feel me? There's always been a mindset for them. Now that we get into the equal point where it's just like, oh, we have the opportunity to get up on our own horse and bring people and put other people on horses. It's just like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all are doing too much. Y'all are fighting too much. Y'all protesting too much. And it's like, what are we protesting for that you don't already have? Mm-hmm. What do we have? And personally, one thing, one thing I can say that's good about my upbringing is I'm able to be comfortable, not comfortable in a white, in a white sense that I'm like I'm like them, but I'm comfortable able to talk to them. I don't see them as you know, above me. Like, it's really people that view white people. Like, I just view them as people. And I think that's how we should always... We should... One thing I hate about America that we don't get... We don't view people as people. Everybody doesn't view no. people as people. You see them as a... Uh, you see them as a uh, either investment, a liability, or a source of income. Yes, and I think that's one of... And I, and I hopefully... Hopefully, like, I've been disconnected from, like, social media and stuff. I've only been trying to do it. But stuff that's only going to... I don't use social media and internet now just for as a, as a tool to build. Mm-hmm. What can I do to be better? You can always try to be a better person. What can I do to, to expand what I have to do in life? So one day I could be that, that person that, that takes black people into equal footing to contemporary yeah. white society, which is ultimately should always be the goal. It should never, you should never want to be, and I think we get like you want to be the rapper, you want to be the actor, you want you want to be the guy. You never want to be the the behind the scene guy. That always thought was the dopest person to me. It was never like that was that always thought those were the coolest people, the people that were able to just lay low and just do them. And I feel like all aspects of social media just gets us all just like like fumbled up and a lot of just stupidness, and it, it reflects towards African American society today. Do you think so? Yo, yo, bro. I said, do you think social media is like a big reason why we uh, African Americans tend to dive into more negative realms of life? I, I think, I, I think I can edit this. I think I can edit this. Now, now, what you would say? Yeah, like social media, like social media, how social media affects the like. How I think social media if it affects us negatively, it puts negative thoughts in our mind. All right, but mm-hmm. I, with a negative, you said talking about with a negative mindset, right? It's a positive or negative to everything, and it's like you said, social media can be either used as a tool or a resource to inform and educate other people, or it can be used to destroy the mindset. Like if you want to dive into like the six nines and all that other good stuff, you can sit in that toxicity. But toxicness stuff where I know it's just like nah mm-mm. six nine toxic toxic that is slow battle. yeah yeah that is not news oh who you think who's toxic 
I won't even, you know, I won't even put the high, the 69 is not even the highest on my level of toxicity, though. In my opinion, I put future, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm going to keep it a stack with you. I mean, I take future, like, I think future is a joke. I don't, I, it's just funny. I, I think, I hope he's being jokingly funny with all these jokes. Like, I never took them seriously. But that's you because you, you have good upbringing. Some people will be like trying to play the victim with women and all that other good stuff. We try to abuse women. We still don't respect even our women right now. We still have sexual assault problems. We still have uh, mahoganistic, um, we have a patriarchal society. Like, that's still well in, in the norm, it's still in society. He, he's all for that. Mm. Yeah, and I think, and I think like, cause like I'm one of those people that view comedy as a as a positive outlet. We need comedy, and in a show the absurd things of reality, we need comedy. I view future as this is a this is really an absurd way to think it. It's funny, but it's true. Like this is how people think. I don't, I don't, I don't get it either. It's like some people want to live that type of lifestyle and then wonder why they're upset and they never have joy. Word. And people, and people want to live GTA lifestyles too. That's my, that's my new favorite term, GTA lifestyles. Everybody wants to live online. They don't live want to. They want to live in reality. Want to pick and choose when they want to be real, when they don't want to be. That's not how it works. Want to be real, like. Like the internet, like one thing I realized about going to my first protest, yo, this is like the internet mm-hmm. bleeding into reality. Like all the weird groups I used to see on Twitter or were there. Right. I seen the real socialist communist person. Like I, I mm-hmm. thought that was fake. That's real. Like, like I know that's real. Like I know, I know it was real. But you know, when you just see something on the screen for so mm-hmm. long, it can't be real. And it was like, yo. So and this and that and it and now it goes to my terms like I've seen them um, where I know there has to be white there's a, has to be an awful lot of white supremacist groups out there an awful course. lot that we don't know about and and like what most people use what most people use it like the popular internet they weren't y'all wasn't like y'all could, y'all never seen early YouTube or early this early social media a lot of like the um super liberal people like like you know like the super liberal white socialist kind of people I feel like they seen the internet. But they don't know the early internet. A lot of these people who are like these super racist, this is how the internet yeah. used to be. White boys, like, you know what I mean? Like, only white boys, like, me, white boys and me had, were the only people that had the internet. Oh, I'll ask you this. Who had the resources to the internet? And I'm not blaming them. I'm, oh, no, I'm not blaming them that. So, I mean, you can't, you can't blame, blame the black blame, community for not having access like, that they weren't given to. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, no, that's ludicrous for me to say that. But, yeah, yeah, that's what you mean. Like, mm-hmm. You mean, like, they, it's like you wish they was on, they had an opportunity to get a, be a part of that uh, that knowledge. Yeah. This is more, like, I was just inquisitive, though. Like, I was just into that kind of shit. So it was just like, it, it was just like, I've seen it all. And it's like, it's just funny to me now. I'm seeing the internet become the real world and seeing more people connect to the internet. When this was always going to be a thing. And I feel like society, we're, we're going to quote unquote the future. We're all on our phones. We're, mm-hmm. like we're, pl- we're more plugged in than ever. This protest right here, to see my Twitter go from just jokes 
to like damn near a war torn World War Three Armageddon kind of situation. It's crazy. Like it's super crazy. Yeah. And it's just like it's just to show you how like the internet has become a, a major component of this American psyche. I will say though, I mean, I see that the uh, the people that are setting things on fire aren't all for the movement. Let's just, let's just make a note of that because some people just out there just looting just because of the time period and they got nothing to lose and they like let's take an opportunity to blow some steam off, get some violence off. But the problem is we gonna take the blame for it at the end of the day. They gonna call us violent. I just want people to be aware of that. You feel me? And and black people gotta make sure that they they moving with a purpose and an action now. We don't we don't pro- keep protesting. We're not saying stop protest, but y'all gotta move with aggression with the policies and hold these legislators accountable on the state and local level. And if you don't like what they're doing, you gotta run for office or put somebody in office and give them the opportunity to run for office so they can be the change you want to see. Because without that, we're just gonna live in the same cycle of regret and disenfranchisement, and we can't we can't do this no more. We can't do this any longer. Yeah, this is you live in all these cycles, and it's just like people often like we we lived in like before this. Like my biggest fear about this, about this um like this like these protests, whatever is the weekend goes by and we're, and everything gets back to normal. Six nine drops this song, we're 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 joking, we're mad at him. A month goes by, I talk about this. Yo, you sound mad corny. I don't really care. We good. We good. So what? So what? So what? So, like, what are people's true mindsets for this? Like, are you really down for this, though? Like, do you really care? That's a good question. Because I was asking myself the same question earlier. Are we people just paying attention because it looks cool? Or are they actually doing it because of the cause? And are you going to bring it? Are you going to stay with it after, like, a month goes by? You feel me? Because not everybody was doing the civil rights movement. You feel me? It's going to be the same aspect. Like, people who are most socially conscious, like how we are today, would be in a lot of trouble because back in those days, like in the 60s, even in the seventies and sometimes the eighties, they took a lot of slack and a lot of pressure. And like the the system is still against them. Like we 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 live in different. Like the times we're living are not too similar. It's just like black people. Well, you hear me? You hear me? Oh, like I feel like getting back to it. Like black people, we often we live in better times and I think we don't capitalize like we really should be going full force like we should like live it like we like I never under, like I understand white people have taken a lot but I feel like we like like this time period like our generation how can we we get like I hope like this gotta be like a jump pad to catapult a change that we so need throughout agree history with people don't realize the hit people don't realize the people don't realize the big history around you know and the thing is, too, we have the opportunity to go out and protest and demand what we want because, you know, nobody has a job right now. You don't have no money to lose. You really don't have anything to lose. And like you said, our generation has the opportunity to really take a stronghold on this on this government and this, and, this, and this change. Because I'll say with our parents' generation, you know, they had to deal with, like, 
the war on black people and drugs infected in the communities. Now that we move past it, we see what's going on. We know what's going on. And now we want to change what's going on. And it's not cool anymore to be racist. Let's, let's, let's point that out. Like you will get called out on Twitter, social media, whatever. If you make any slice of the racist comments, all we got to do now is when those events happen, we hold those people that are in charge to hold those values accountable. And we got to get rid of that stuff. Do you, do you think this is time for not necessarily, I don't think, not, not like, and I'm not saying this in a way of like, oh, I support segregation. Do you think it's a time where you see black people becoming a little bit more independent from white people? You say informed? It, like, more informed too, but like independent. Like we, like we're not going to sign to like a major record label or, you know, we're going to think twice about buying that year, the European clothes. Like you think we're heading towards something like that? If we teach the values of wealth and how to manage it, yes. But unless they people know how to do the stock market and there's a way for people to learn those secret trades that you know they don't teach in schools, because you know how there's stuff in school you're never gonna learn for the rest of your life. But like people don't know how to do a mortgage, how to pay off student debt and stuff like that. Once we teach those values to students, it 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 matriculates down into the system. Like that's how you do. What's that economy that they call Reaganomics, uh, trickle down economics? That'd be trickle down, yeah, trickle down information. Like once you trickle down, you trickle down, the top people get it and it goes down to the poor. Yeah, but I'm saying that with the information of wealth and wealth and uh, financial stability, like what you're saying, like not buying those European goods and investing in themselves. I think we teach those type of values, then it reciprocates into uh, future generations. Mm-hmm. And, and think about it, right? Think about the stuff. Think about like reselling and all that. You don't ever think like clothes. Like you, like I have a lot like polo Ralph Lauren, like them kind of stuff. Oh, you know sneakers and Jordans. You don't view I view those more as art pieces. I don't view them as clothes. They're not clothes. They're art pieces. This is stuff that's worth a lot of money throughout time for some reason. Because people always want. Because people never see. People don't often see their stuff in like value that kind of like way towards things and i think that's why i feel like black people is often are often miseducated on. i think it's you know it's the materialistic like you're talking about the materialistic goods that we have in this country and that goes across all racial and ethnic back uh, backgrounds but i think it's because black people come from nothing and when they get a little something they want to buy the nice stuff and it, it feels it feels good to put a nice suit on a nice fit on don't get me wrong like you, you, that's what i'm saying but with white people, they already have that, and they've had it for generations, so they're used to it. So when they get something new, it's like, eh. Or they get something damaged, they're like, oh, let me just replace it. It's nothing. But we gotta, we buy something, we take care of it. We don't want to get rid of it, and we'll sell our, I don't want to say sell our soul, but we'll sell our check. Like, we'll get a check, buy something that we can't afford, and then be wondering why we can't pay the bills, and we don't got groceries in our uh in our refrigerators. You feel me? And, and see, like, that's like, like even like I wasn't a lot like I would, like my parents would would purposely make sure I wouldn't get a lot of things or like too yeah. much of everything because it'd be like it's no point, no point of just doing anything and living because it's like that's not how the real like as I got older I realized yeah that's this is not really how the real world works. I'm yeah, who you, yeah, you gotta remember you gotta know that you're blessed and that, I'm on the same boat. My parents actually worked they worked hard and they got and they got lucky. Everybody doesn't get those options yeah. and those resources. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a fact. Especially like I was just sitting there like, damn. Like I was sitting there just in my dorm, and I got to. I was just thinking like, damn, like I'm. It's me, like me. That's crazy, mm-hmm. like. But you realize it, and you want to make the change. You want to make sure everybody else gets the same opportunities that you do. You feel me? You're not being selfish with it. I think like we need we need an actual black middle class, like a middle a middle class of black people is really what we really truly need. You think? I think we have. I think we have to. I, I agree with what you're saying. I think we just have to build the communities that we already have into middle class. Like think about this. We if if you have a strong middle class, it, it has to mean it's a strong black rich class. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You don't even have like a. Not to say, like, not to say we need. I know this is gonna sound crazy. I think of a lot of crazy things. We don't even have like a black bureaucracy, oligarch kind of thing that could talk to like the big. We don't have none of that either. That's the scary part to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you want to think about it, this country is more of an oligarchy than a uh, a democracy. Like a but like some like to think like some decisions are really just up to like five evil white men. Yeah. <laughs> oldest white motherfuckers on earth who are emotionally don't give a fuck about anything but just like some I don't know what the fuck can you believe in at that point. My, excuse the language, but this is just a rant. And black people got no say so in none of that. Mm-hmm. We we really got no say. That's that's the big problem. That's the big big issue, I feel like, personally. I, I see what you're saying, but we've never we've never had those options in the first place, and we weren't built to have those options. To say all that, we've also made tremendous progress from how we got here to where we are now, and that can't go unnoticed. That's that's the revival mentality that we've done to just rebuild and keep building and to try and try again is that we've never given up. There will be a day that those people, those evil people that are that aren't that are seen and unseen have to face one God to us. And once we get to the point where we get to those higher places, I don't see us going for revenge because that's just not where we talk about. That's not what we talk about at the dinner table. That's not what we're about. We're more about the the real democracy and the real socialism. We want to give people real uh, opportunities to be their own person without stereotyping what they're going to do and putting them in a box. We like, we can't like personally, and I feel like like real so like real like that real, just a real place like where everyone like every person is just happy. And it's pursuing the pursuit of happiness personally is amazing. I won't say happiness because happiness is temporary. I say people have to go for some type of joy and find a success in the little things because some people don't find success Definitely. in money, wealth, fame, and power. Success is just what's in your mind and what you value. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I think, and, that, and that's the problem. I feel like we too, we don't really. When you say that, people look at you crazy. Like uh, <laughs> maybe younger generations do. Yeah, like, maybe when like damn, like money's, young. money's cool, but like it's not everything. It's not everything. I would love to have money, shit. Like, but it'd be like I'm not gonna be happy. But to say no, we're saying that from a from a perspective where we're already in a second, where our parents and our families are in a second second class uh, society. Once you say that to somebody in a lower class, it's just like, yeah, give me money. I need it. Like I don't have any. Like my bank account is struggling. I have no investments. Like you feel me? It's all about perspective. 
I honestly just, man, I'm just tired. I'm just tired from the other night, man. Not the other night today. Mm. Just today. It was really my first time being outside in a long, like outside, outside for a long time. Oh, for real? Like I was outside. I'll go to the park, but like outside, like traveling outside my block, mm-mm, that was just happening. Yeah, I've been um, I've been working for this past month, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Working. Yeah, I've been working at a car dealership. Just I've been going from there to the crib, nowhere else. Oh, you work at a car dealership? Yeah. How you getting into that? I I had it, I've been having it for like the past three summers. What? Yeah, but the the interesting thing about it, it's um, the people that do come through to have conversations about what's going on in the world, this, that, and the fourth. People, some people are 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 scared, but some people are just like they're not they're not, but they're not helpless. Did you yeah, you know? Hold up. Did you hear Did you hear New World Order yet? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> hey, 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 man! I think the the New World Order is gonna happen next week, bro. You, you know what? At this point, you read you read, you read 50 Corinthians chapter fifty five. Let me know what's it say. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> but I will say, I, I was talking to a friend the other day about this. Um, goodness, what's the, Revelations. Yeah, that's a scary book. But it's pretty. But anyone can interpret Revelations how they want to, though. I say that I've interpreted it to a ways that it's not a one-time thing. It's happened multiple times. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. crazy. Like this shit just probably happened. Thought of it, like all them fucked up things. Something had Rome fell at, at some point. Rome fell. But you gotta tell us why Rome fell. Like, we never really knew why. Like what was it? Cause um, the, the um, the barbarians, right? Uh, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. Like, it's something about the barbarians and like Nero or some shit like that. But I also say that the people are failing in this country as well. Yeah. You know, you got black people on the rise, but people don't want them to be on the on the rise right. just because of their skin color. And once we get to the point where we're... Go ahead. On the rise? Yo, to think that HBC, to think that I'll, I'll go to HBCU, I, I feel it's on HBCU is on the rise. I feel like it's possible. Oh, it's, oh yeah. It's possible. This is so crazy. Like HBCU is on the rise now. Like it's about to be cool to go to HBCU. I think, I hopefully, I think it is. That's that would be the real test to know if this protest really matters to people. Yep. Mhm. Yeah, like I think that that would be the that would be the true way to know if this protest really works for people. If it, you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. All right. Yeah. If I mean HBCUs and HBCUs need some more love and resources. Don't get me wrong, the kids in there, like me and you, there's more of us in HBCUs than than, than meets the eye. Like. It's a it's a united feeling to see to be the more majority, and then people want to see the same goals you do. It's just a matter of how we do it. HBCU unity, unity, unity. A lot of HBCU old heads aren't giving money back. You feel me? So it's like we don't have a we don't have a we don't have a bill like HBCU has never yeah. produced a Bill Gates kind of person who can just give out just hash out two billion dollars just for fun. Like, hey, you want $2 billion because I love this university? Like, nobody from the HBCU has ever done that because we never built those kind of businesses for it. Like, 
fact. It's just a fact. <laughs> I don't, and I That's think fact. that if you really truly care about black people, black culture yourself as a black person, as a black person, I mean, character, yeah, PW, I mean, I got no, I got no, uh, disrespect. I still got love for my PWI schools. It's just I got more love for my HBCUs. And it's also we produce we produce a lot with lack of resources. You got to remember that they produce and they have the resources and the options for students to have like a um, a think tank, uh, sociology or social science resources and stuff like that. We built in our databases on campus by hand. You feel me? And relate to the party. Yeah, it feels like it feels like like I'm in 2020, but going to HBCU is like a it's more of a test to like it's it's different. Like you know, you're not going to a regular university, but you signed huh. up for that. This yeah, is you signed up for it. This is why I feel like like I signed up for this. Like I really signed up for this, so that's why I could never really get mad. Like I signed up, I wanted to be mm-hmm. in this kind of situation because honestly, that because it's more of a reflection of what really what we're going through. It's not like 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 I can't hide from the if you hide, you can't hide from the real world as a black person. You can't. You can try, try, try. You're just going to nah. wind up looking like a coon. You're just going to wind up looking like Uncle Sam. Trying to hide from Yeah. What? You're selling your soul to things that don't care about you. So you're selling your soul to things that don't care about you. Now, I feel like people people can miss... I feel like there are people who are just misunderstood and aren't really Uncle Tom's. But when I mean Uncle Tom's, I'm talking mm-hmm. the Jesse Lee, Lee Pearson's of the world, the Candace Owens types. Like, you say what you want, like, like people like like Ti, like how, those aren't Uncle Tom, like those aren't coons. They're just they're well meaning. Yeah, yeah. Like, I seen what uh Killer Mike said. Like, damn it! At least they're out there. People have people have mm-hmm. the most to say about a lot of like. Yeah. It was off kilter, like they they were getting their ass whooped. It was crazy, shit was crazy. But it was like, you got to think of the time period. You got to think about a lot of factors. The Black mm-hmm. Panthers that was a rare that was a rare crazy few. Like you have to be you have to be a real like I'll be watching like old Black Panther documentaries. I was like, yo, that was so cool. Like they really did not care. Like, but they, but they were Facts. also down with like getting back to what I'm saying. Like they were very. They were quote unquote communism and leftists, and they, you know they they were super into that socialism kind of stuff, and I feel like that was one of the, the I think things that probably. Mhm. No, I agree with you. They were they were before their time, but right at the perfect time. If that makes sense. Socialism. First of all, like America, like get now. This is a point I want to make, and a lot of things are in the teenage years. Black people in America, we're like really in our teenage years of freedom. This is a totally new. This we're how long have we really been truly free? Feel like never, but like free will. That's what it all is. It's just free will. That's a that's a great word. This is just free will. And I've just been unchecked from my free will for a very long time, which has been achievement for most black people. Oh, mm-hmm. it's an achievement! It's an achievement for most black people. Just like, oh damn, never, never had a cop scared. You have free will, but we weren't cool. That is cool. That is so freaking cool. 
Maybe the, the, the you start shaking <laughs> your head. Maybe these cop maybe these cop guys aren't that bad. And that's what that's really usually all it is. People just think it like that. Mm. Like, oh, these cop guys maybe that's ain't facts. that bad. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that's really what that's I'm not mad at the police. I'm not at like detectives and like the crooked, you know, the real fucked up people. I don't like them people. And like mm-hmm. People tend to say, like, oh, if you say not all cops are that, like, oh, you can't say they're good cops. That's just, that's just, I think that's just stupid. Like, there's some people who work for mm-hmm. cops. Like, it's just a cops. Same way some people join the army. I don't, I don't blame black, the black cops. Don't join I blame the, army the system. They love black, like, they love, they love the red, white, and blue. Like, no, they join the army because they give them benefits and shit. It's like, damn, like, oh, this is the only way I can, this is really how I can get out the hood? Mm-hmm. That's the same way a lot of black people trying to was like, damn, I ain't really trying to hustle. I'm trying to take care of my kids, family. I ain't trying to go to jail. I'm trying to be there. I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna teach my kid what's good, what's right, what's wrong. Damn, I have to hold this out. I gotta be a cop. And and it's up to them morally to decide whether if they want to be a fucking scumbag or they mm-hmm. want to be the good cop that are out, the good cops that are out there, and I need to speak up more. Mm-hmm. I understand, like cops, gangs, mobsters, whatever. They all follow the same code, basically. It's all the same shit. So it's like, cool people gonna step up. Yeah, man. Cops. Yeah. Ooh, I'm tired as hell, bro. So. So as as like we probably go into like mm-hmm. the last ten fifteen minutes or so, do you do you see any do you see this slowing down anytime soon, or do you think things are going to be going back up to here? Uh, both. Facts. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> Who are you telling? Talking about um, yeah, that's a protest, or are you talking about Corona? Uh, corona, not at all. Just yeah. because we need universal testing, and um, I, I get how people are opening up cities and stuff like that. They care about the money, but there's no federal, state, or local government plan on how we're gonna do go about this. And there's also there's no vaccine for this virus. It's still moving around, and, and that can't be and that can't be looked at the conversation. For the um, for Black Liberation, the protests and everything like that. Well, it's a marathon, regardless. You know that it's just a matter of what it will take. What's the next step, and what will it look like? Because right now, people don't have nothing to lose. They don't have a job to go to. They wake up, eat, protest, and that seems to be what's going on right now. And there's other people in the background doing the legislative paperwork that you love to see because we're inside outside game right now. We got people protesting outside and we got people in the office checking politicians on the inside. And we're having these uh, uncomfortable conversations and 
so do white people and other ethnicities in their households. It's just like, what do y'all think about this? What do y'all think about that? And if you really stand for us and for this disenfranchisement and history of racism, then you'll stand up for yourself and your households and make sure your families come correct and know what they stand for. And they stand for a purpose. They stand for us. Tough times we living in. So that's all I got to say about that. Yo, bro, I'm going to catch you later, man. Yo, great. It was dope talking to you, bro. You got social media? Anybody want to shout you out whatever? Sir. Yeah, you know, I'll shout myself out on Instagram real quick. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's J underscore Boogs. That's J underscore B-O-O-G-E-S. Follow your boy. You know, shout out to my man Isaiah. You know, he on the come up, working hard. I'm a millennial leader. You feel me?